Hey everybody, it is I, Andrew Weep, back again with another podcast with my wonderful co-host. Keziah Berg. And we are so excited to have you guys join us here for today. And we have a very special guest with us, don't we? Yes, we do. I'm super excited about this one. Why don't you uh, just tell us your name? Mark Maxwell. Ooh, Ooh. Mark Maxwell. <laughs> Ooh. Isn't, there a, isn't there a building on campus called the Maxwell Building? Okay, now let's be really clear. That is not about me. <laughs> not about you, but <laughs> still one, a big name. <laughs> still, that one belongs to my granddad. He earned it. Ah, uh, yes, Fair he enough. earned yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm We're, a wannabe. <laughs> we, we don't build statues to our presidents here. No. Let them die first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, welcome to the podcast, Mark. We're so excited to have you here. In case you don't know whoever's listening, Mark Maxwell is our wonderful president here at Prairie College, and we are so grateful to have him here today. So why don't you introduce yourself, share a little bit about who you are. Yep. It's a delight to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm honored to have all of your ears online, and thank you for your time. We'll try and use it well in the next eight minutes. Uh, I was a missionary kid, born in Nigeria. Parents were SIM missionaries. My dad went to school here. My mother went to school at Moody. I finished out in Africa, high school in Africa, and then I came, Nigeria that is, and then I came back to Canada, went to Trinity Western, on to Baylor University, got an MBA, went into investments, uh, investment management and research in Toronto, and then came to, tra- to Prairie in 2010. So I've been here about a dozen years. Wow. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. Takes me a long time to graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so... Now that we know who you are, what do you do at Prairie? Like, we know your role as the president, but, like, what do you do? Can you give us an insider <laughs> well, look? Yeah. yeah. I like to think that I look after the school, um, as opposed to introduce myself with a label. Um, I work for the people that work here. Um, they're my first customer or my first concern. I know I should say students are first, and sadly, that's not true. Because if I look after the staff and faculty, they will look after the students and do a much better job than I can. So I'm I'm focused on giving them a good life. My job is to give them an environment where they thrive, where they enjoy, where we get along. High on my list is that we live together in harmony, which might sound a little bit hokey, but in fact it works. Not Mm -hmm. all Christian ministries or churches live in harmony. And God has given us that. When we arrived 10 years ago, 12 years ago, the place was divided and sallowed up and and a little bit chippy. Um, We prayed that God would give us harmony, and I think that's as big a miracle as giving a lame person legs to walk and a blind person eyes to see, is giving people in ministry together harmony. That's wonderful. That's a wonderful ministry that you do here at the school, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. And so another big thing that's happening this year is we're kind of celebrating 100 years of prairie. Yep. That's correct, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just want to get some of your perspective. I know you kind of mentioned your granddad, your grandfather there. Right. He used to be the president as well. Could you give us some insight? Why is this 100 years so special, maybe even to you? Right. In fact, you know, there were many people involved in founding the school, but when they rolled my grandfather off of his job as looking after the school, they actually t- tagged him as the founder of the school. So, uh, you know, I'm a, a, a bit of the shoemaker's son making shoes. Um, I'm not sure I deserve any credit for it, but he deserves a lot. He did a good job, uh, my granddad, in coming to start a school that would be preparing people to go out and meet the greatest needs of the world, uh, first and foremost of those being soul needs. Um, 
when, when we arrived, Elaine and I, and Elaine and I have done a lot of business together and work together, so she and I are very much a team here at Prairie as well. Um, but when we arrived, one of the first questions I asked is, what is our created purpose? Why did God, and let me use my words, perpetrate this mistake on the face of the earth? Not, not saying that <laughs> jokingly, but why did God put Prairie on the face of the earth? In my mind, it was to teach the Bible. That was our first job. If we ever wander from that created purpose, then I'm not sure he is duty-bound to look after us. And we were in trouble when we arrived 12 years ago. The school was, and, and the team was, and the program was. In fact, there were some who were asking the question, should we just close the school? And I was sure if we went back to our created purpose, we would be... Um, looked after by the Almighty. So God gave me a verse early in that time of Psalm 138, verse 2. Um, I will exalt above all things your name and your word. In, in fact, it's David uh, identifying in, in the psalm that God has exalted above all things his name and his word. Um, the ESV puts it in that order, his name and his word. And so that became my strategic plan. It was really simple, and I couldn't dare tell anybody how simplistic it was because others would criticize me for not having a nice, complex, 40-page strategic <laughs> plan. But God gave me that one verse, look after the name and the Word of God. And then he gave us the steps along the way. And very quickly, you know, we, we um, began giving Bibles to people when they arrived, for, for, you know, first year, first day, welcome at, you're going to need this, here's a Bible. And so we gave Bibles to new people who arrived on, on campus, both staff and students and, you know, faculty. Um, and then we um, started giving out sticks at graduation, right? And then we began doing other things, and it began pulling the school together under this mantle of honoring the name of God and His Word. Somewhere early in there, we heard about this um, format for covering the whole of the canon so that all students could study the entire canon in all of our degree programs. Now, if you're taking a shorter program, you're going to get some shorter pro rata amount of the seven courses. But it was from Dallas Theological Seminary that I heard about the idea of seven courses to cover the Bible, four Old Testament, three New Testament. And if a student takes those, it's kind of one class a semester, not super heavy. Still get your major, still get your um, degree. But we're going to embed this, I think, impossibly valuable unbelievably valuable kernel into every student's life. And that'll be sort of the mark of people that come out of Prairie. Very mm -hmm. different from what other schools are doing because there are Bible colleges and then there are universities and near the twain meet. What we're actually trying to do is a Bible university, put them together. And that is my look to the future. So in other words, turning from where we were to where we're going, I think we are slowly building out a university, adding one program at a time, one major, and we'll have them good, strong, and accredited. But we want the Bible solidly in there, integrated. Okay, I've been talking a long time. What, what have I missed? What, what? Well, no, thanks for sharing. That's yeah. a good heart. Uh, I think it's good for people to know also the heart of yeah. the president. I'll see what the school's working towards, the mission statement. I should say on the strategic plan, about three years in, one of the faculty members, it was Kevin Peters, came to me and he says, Mark, if you'll do a strategic plan for us, we'll know where you're going and we'll help you get there. And, uh, and I said, okay, I guess I should do a, you know, I am classically trained MBA, but 
uh, I'll, I'll put together, you know, and so I did a bad strategic plan and then Nathan Rook came along and did a much, much better one. In fact, it might have been too good. Um, and then, so we have had good Western style strategic plans, but still at the core of all of our plan is this verse from Psalm 138, verse 2. In fact, I'm on the ABHE board that's um, our accrediting agency and um, we're having board meetings uh, in Orlando tonight and tomorrow and I'm just joining by Zoom. Um, and I'm giving the devotional tomorrow morning and my challenge to, to them tomorrow morning. It's my final board meeting. I'm rolling off now, terming out. Um, but in there, I'm going to do that same exact Psalm 138, verse 2. And out of it, I hope someone in that room will do the same thing we are. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's a, it's a strategic plan from God. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. It's really cool to see, like, your heart for the school, but also, like, you can tell that, like, the school, it, like, has God's heart and, like, he has mm. a plan for this school and living in harmony and community and everything. Like, it's all based around him. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's really cool to see. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah. It absolutely. is really a good thing for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When you do something this big, you can't do it by your own strength type thing. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. That's really cool. I'm glad to see the heart uh, that you have, that, that God's been working through you mm -hmm. and then working into the school itself. And I can even attest and test, have a testimony to see students through classes yeah. ah, that they're able to learn preach and to grow. It. Yeah. Preach it. Um, and even myself, you know, we learn, we grow, we develop, and then we're sent out and we're able to continue the ministry of God. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Now, we should be sure to mention July. Yes. Coming yeah. up, it's Let's a party. It. Yeah. So there's a party coming July 13 to 17. Um, everyone is invited. Students, alumni, faculty, staff, former faculty, former staff, friends, donors, everyone's invited. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be, you know, every evening a rally and a concert with different people. Every morning a teaching session from our different, um, from three or four of our different faculty members. Um it's going to be positioned around the festival of Sukkot, which is the Jewish festival of tabernacles or tents. Um, and I think Albertans are good campers. And so it'll be, you know, bring your camper, set up on campus and uh, come and tabernacle with us as we, you know, come before God to thank him for 100 years and, and commit our next 100 years to him. That's wonderful. I'm so excited for that. And I think a lot of people are going to be... Uh, we don't really have any more, I don't have any more questions for you here today, Mark. Thank you. Is, is there any, uh, is there maybe a quick fun story you'd like to share? Anything else you'd like to leave the people with? A funny story. Well, in the context of this verse, okay, I had the privilege, and it's an enormous privilege, so, but I had the privilege of um, being asked if I would go and speak at a conference in Ethiopia. And, I mean, who wouldn't want to go to Ethiopia, right? Yeah, please. Um, and then I found out that the conference was the annual national conference for um, Pen a Pentecostal denomination with three million members, and all of their pastors come to it. There were 5,000 pastors, supposedly, in that room. Now, Elaine and I went, um, looked around the room. To be honest, we didn't think there were 5,000, so let's bring it down. We thought there were probably between 3,500 and 4,000, but still, it's a big room. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, they're all pastors. And their average church size is about 1,000. Like, there's a lot of people in that room through their representation. Okay. I spoke I, I, twice, day one and day two. And I had only one verse as my 
as my anchor. It was, I will exalt above things, all things your name and your word. Two points. And then I expanded on the, the name of God and the great names of God and, and then the word of God. They wanted 45 minutes for each message. Okay, that's develop a lot of material in 45 minutes, right? Or tell a few stories. I was about halfway done and it started to rain. Now, let me describe this auditorium. It was a concrete floor, concrete walls, tin roof, and a balcony. So a lot of hard surfaces, no carpeting, no stuff, nothing to absorb the sound, and it was raining. That's okay. I raised my voice. The guy on the PA system, he turns up the speakers, and I mean, they had stacked six-foot speakers on either side of me. That was a lot of sound coming out of there. And he just turns it up. And my interpreter, who uh, was also the, the convener, the chairman of the whole denomination, he decided he would interpret for me. So he, he just started speaking a little louder. And then it started to rain. And that's okay. I raised my voice. They turned up the volume, and my interpreter, he starts yelling. And then it started to rain. And I mean, it started to rain. And that's okay. I start yelling. And the guy on the volume, he turns it up more. And the interpreter, he starts yelling. And someone I remember up in the balcony stands up and he goes, keep going, it's good, it's good. <laughs> and I'm down there just beginning to laugh because it was pouring rain, echoing through that echo chamber off of this tin roof. It was stunningly loud, stunningly. It was so funny. Elaine's on the front row. She pulls out her phone and she starts to record this thing because it's so comical. Mm -hmm. We're trying to speak, and the roar of the rain is much more than we can get out of these huge speakers. I finally said, you know what? It's okay. I think I'm done. And um, the, the senior pastor who was there beside me, he kind of looked at me like, what are you, a little lightweight? <laughs> but there wasn't much point in carrying on. I figured that all heaven uh, was applauding this great name of God. Now, later on, I was describing this to a good friend of mine, Peter Teague, um, and, uh, and sort of laughing about the story. And he said, did you feel like you were under attack? Did you feel like this was something spiritual? And my reaction was so quick, you know, I, no, no. I, I actually thought the, heaven, the angels could hardly hold themselves back. And they just jumped into it. And of course, the next day, on, on day two, I began by saying, you know, yesterday we ended at about 25 minutes because the angels couldn't help but join in and, and applaud with their reign. Um, and then, of course, we moved on. But there are two ways of always looking at different things. And, you know, sometimes you can just say, well, maybe I was good. Maybe I was done. Maybe the content was finished. And I was only going to be repeating myself in the last 20 minutes anyway. There you go. That's kind of a story on this one. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that, Mark. Uh, we don't get anything else here for you here today. So I think that's all we've got. So it's time to sign off. Have you guys a, yourself a wonderful day. You can contact me if you have any prayer requests or things you want us to talk about at andrew.weeb at prayer.edu or kazai.berg at prayer.edu. So long. Farewell. Goodbye. Thank Au you much. Au revoir.